Yo, 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 whether you're wearing pants or not, welcome to No Pants Required. I'm your host, X3C, and thanks for joining. We are live today, ladies and gentlemen. We are live today. Thank, thanks for joining for those who are in the chat. And please consider engaging in the chat and consider donating Pod Beans. Uh, I will appreciate the support. I'm super excited because today, not only I have a special guest joining No Pants Required for the first time, but it's also special week. It's my birthday week. And I'm going to start it off properly by having a glass of rosé. So if you guys can join me also with a glass of your special drink of any kind, alcoholic or not alcoholic, doesn't really matter. Every time we hear the word rich in today's episode, take a shot of whatever you're drinking. Um, no water, a shot of something more than water. Live a little bit. Just just expand yourself a little bit today. All right. So um, in today's episode, um, on a journey of entrepreneurship, you know, you will find successes, traps, obstacles, and hopefully more successes. So the journey is not the same for all, and there is no real roadmap to getting rich. However, you can drink and share some tips from a successful entrepreneur today that have completed the journey and starting a successful brand. Before we dive into that, I would like to dive into the quickie. Today's quickie, how many tabs do you have open on your smartphone browser? I know where my number is. What, what, what was it or what is it? It's in the 80s. I know. Nice. Oh, nice. Hold on. Let me see. Because I was about to close it. I was about to. I was about to. Uh, 92. 92. 92. Okay. You have me beat. 92. And that's because that's actually because I cleaned them like maybe two weeks ago. I, I went in and closed like 300. Yeah. Wow. I'm bad. It's bad. I got wow. That's why I, I involuntarily started laughing. <laughs> you know, I find it. Yeah, I find it. Um, you know, I talked to some people and, and it's it's interesting how people use them. I mean, some people have them open because A, they forget that they have them open. But then also folks have tabs open like me strategically because I don't remember Jack. So. I need to be able to have a memory in my tabs. It's almost like a journal for me or a notepad. <laughs> you know, I have these tabs open. Um, if it's like an idea of something I want to buy or a birthday gift that um, I may have heard, you know, some of my family or Renee mentioned that he wants. And I think, oh, snap, you know, let me save this. Or I'm reading an article for episode later on in the year that I'm thinking may be super useful. I keep that open. It's a, a variety of different reasons why I have them open, but I do periodically check my browser on my smartphone to delete a few of them as well. And, and then also um, on my computer, I have some open. It's a little more weird on my laptop because I will open maybe multiple browsers for multiple different things. I will have a research browser open for all like research articles, one for like daily activities, things I like to do often, websites I go to often and then I have like podcasts like stuff but I find it very fascinating to have a bunch of tabs <laughs> open and I think you know I know folks who like even delete all of their 
text messages and they don't like any of those notifications on their phone. If time, you know, it, like it, it gives them a panic for some reason. Yeah, I'm not like that. I used to be like that. Yeah, I like love my it. Email, my email number is ridiculous. So I, I can't email. Now, I email, I do go through and I try at least to read most of them and I try. Right. I mean, well, I, mean it, I, I, I make sure I get the ones I, I need that need yeah. my attention. I mean, over the year, there's so much like, you know, stuff that's just in the email that ain't, that's not necessarily useful that I'm just haven't unsubscribed from and that kind of stuff too, you know. Definitely. Um, yeah, I, I love the email with Gmail or because they have this feature that, um, I th I don't know I don't know if exactly I signed up for it or how it happened, but every every so often I get a notification asking me, do I want to remain subscribed or unsubscribe to whatever it was, like a a clothing store or whatever? And I would say, oh snap, unsubscribe, please, and it'll take care of it for me. Like that is clutch, super clutch. Oh, that is. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want you guys to pick up your smartphone right now. And just simply go to your browser, whatever browser you use, Safari, Chrome, others out there that you use, simply go there now and shout out out loud across your home, scare whoever is in the other room with the number of tabs that you currently have open on your smartphone. And ask yourself, do you open them or do you have those tabs open like I do? Meaning, do you keep them open for a reason or do you have them open because you just simply forget that they're there? And you just haven't closed them in a long time. And that's the quickie for today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and others. So you guys have already heard our guest speak, but you may not have heard his name because we haven't introduced him yet. But we will. First time joining No Pants Required and to the Drink and Make Money episode, welcome, Blair, to the podcast. Hey, going on? I'm so, so good to be here. I'm glad we were able to make this happen. And congratulations on your podcast. When you first told me you were uh, going to launch one, uh, glad to be here. Thank you. Yes, and so lots of inspirations come from you. I mean, you've done a tremendous amount of things in your career. And, you know, people watch from afar and support from afar sometimes. And, you know, we pick up on ideas and support one another um, through those different ventures. And so thank you again for for that. And also, you know, just being an inspiration in general. Um, I, mean, I mean, I've been knowing you for, I don't oh. even know the number. It could, I know it's well over 20 years. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Think, think, uh, pizza delivery. Oh my world! <laughs> was that in my <laughs> senior? That was my senior year in high school. <laughs> Big pizza delivery. Wow! Wow! Exactly. Yes, because I remember my first year in college. Also, oh, those were the days. Oh, I'll come home from from college for the summer. Uh huh. And just traveling and hanging out in New Orleans, the summer was, I think it was like the summer of 98. Oh, for sure, man. 
9899 was, was yeah that was before i came home like from yes that was back. and that was intense oh yeah oh yeah i mean oh, yeah. parties oh. between xavier university dillard university and then randomness oh, all over the place parties yeah. oh my god <laughs> we talking about at least 25 like 25 about 25. right we're gonna have to have a reunion in new orleans i mean at some point I'm down there all the time now. Working. Oh, that's I'm nice. You know, I'd... all the time now. I mean, I I never imagined. I mean, it's part of what I think we got some of what we're gonna talk about today. Kind of how that's the one thing I'll say about the entrepreneurship journey. As I would say, I'm still, you know, it's still evolving. That it can, depending on what road you take, it can unfold and evolve in ways that you really don't fathom or, un- or imagine or know that are going to happen. I mean, I would have never imagined if somebody would have said to us five years ago, six years ago, when we started Blairism with six t-shirts, that it would evolve to doing media production, uh, a talk show, um, I mean, any of this. I would, I, I just would not have seen the the progress that was, the, the growth that was coming for it. You just don't know. And that's was super, super inspirational. Seriously, like it's, and I, I mean, I remember, I re- recall those those T-shirts, <laughs> and I also recall years later coming back and seeing the expansion of that. And we will definitely jump into that uh, part of the episode. But before I dive too deep, I do want to ask you this question, and it's super random. I like to ask my guests. So tell me something you think is true that almost nobody agrees with you on. Ooh, that I think is true that almost nobody agrees with me on. That's tough. Um, that's pretty tough. I mean, I have kind of built a brand about people agreeing that's <laughs> um, no, true. It's true. Uh, something that I think is true. We could come back to it if you think of it later. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty tough one. I like to like just throw it out there at random. Yeah, All right, cool. So let's dive into the episode seriously. So I really want to know Blairisms. Where did that idea come from? So the idea to start the brand or to start selling t-shirts came from a classmate of mine, Xavier. Um, I was uh, on a quick kind of vacation trip to California I happened to be it happened to be on her birthday I thought it was her birthday on the flight literally on the flight on the way to California for the trip reached out to her and spoke to see what she was doing like when I landed to see if she could have lunch went to lunch and at lunch she was kind of asking me about social media and help you know kind of what if I could give her some coaching on how to 
use social media and she kind of made a, a, a comment like you know you should take some of those things we say on social media and put them on t-shirts people would buy them and so I made a post like right then asking people if they would buy t-shirts from Mopolarism t-shirt line and use that status and the response that I got to that status that post to make the decision to call Bay later that night, tell him this was the idea that I got from my friend. Shout out to Courtney Dan Claire. And he's like, all right, let's figure out how to make it happen. And through three weeks later we launched. We started three weeks later and we just not turned around. That was December of twenty sixteen. I had been using the hashtag Blairism on Facebook posts to denote that it was a quote of mine or something like that for probably two years, two or three years by that point. A friend of a, a co- former co-worker of mine started, came up with the word Blairism um, one day when I was out of the office for work. And so she start, she kind of started that as a, this is how you tag things that you say. And I started using that on social media. And so it just kind of, without really knowing that this was coming, right? Again, there were pieces of this that were laid out or put out or already there when, when it came, when it kind of came together in December of 2016 when we actually started. It was almost like breadcrumbs had been laid out over time that were waiting for us, waiting for me to say, oh, let's put this all together. Because once we decided, once we put it all together, it, I mean, it just unfolded. Well, shout out to Courtney for, for that, oh, that yeah, inspiration. Shout out to Courtney, <laughs> for sure. She, um, I shout Courtney out on every, every chance I get whenever this question is asked because it was such a kind of life-changing, you know, moment, conversation. I didn't realize, I didn't realize in that moment it was going to be like one of those moments, one of those like, this is going to be a story, and it sure is absolutely fun. Yeah, especially, I mean, because it, it's really smooth and it flows, Blairisms, you know, you can tie many things you say and you contribute it back to that i think is awesome especially um i'm not sure if it was one of your first um designs on your shirt but i do remember seeing O a lot oh yeah O was the first O was definitely in the first group yes o was and i was definitely in the first group it was one of the more popular so one of the things one of the things that we did we were deciding how to approach it like how to start we went through Facebook and, and kind of decided which were some what were some of the more popular expressions that we thought people would want to get and that would sell. And so O ended up being one of the first, uh, the original thing for sure. Definitely, and, and sadly, and I, I know folks from Louisiana, especially in the New Orleans area, you may you may be mad with me what I'm about to say. It took me a minute to get it. <laughs> It's so horrible because you just take the G off, and I was like, "Oh snap!" It, oh, <laughs> yeah. 
no. I, but once I got it, it was literally, oh, well, I oh, was. Exactly. That's right. That's awesome. Exactly right there. It was legit awesome. Like, oh, this makes effing sense. Why didn't I think of this? Blairisms. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so I do remember early on, you know, you was you were doing it through the social media ventures. You just mentioned Facebook and and Instagram. Um, but when it came to e-commerce, and, and it could be a sticky situation, you know, you're paying royalties and you may want to do it all on your own. Like, what was your mindset or the 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 direction you wanted to take? Even if it started off in one direction, you decided to pivot later on? Well, let me say this. this I'm, that's such a great question. Because we started out with, we started out using our production model and our concept, right? So what we did to start out were we did pre-orders that we printed locally and packaged and shipped out ourselves. But we used that pre-order period of like maybe a week or 10 days as our proof of concept period. We gave ourselves a threshold of numbers of orders that if we, once we hit this number of orders, then we'll, you know, this is a real thing once we hit this number, right? Or not. Right. And so the other, I mean, this is the other component, I would say, uh, that led to our ability to be successful both at the beginning and throughout is I married a man extraordinary business retail business and experience and expertise who was able to take all of what I was thinking and build infrastructure around it and underneath it so that we could take the so that we could continue to grow, build, expand. Um, so he found the e-commerce platforms that we used to, at the very beginning. I mean, not only did he find the, the vendors that we used at the beginning, but then when we did transfer to e-commerce platforms to print on demand vendors for, for our products, mm -hmm. he found the, the infrastructure that allowed us to really take the brand and expand it to I mean, beyond anything we could imagine. I mean, I think part of what it did, I mean, we ended up, I mean, just like going. I mean, we we created so much stuff, so many different designs and options and I mean just it gave us it gave us a runway that we could not have imagined. So by the you know, we started in December by April when it, when we launched our first spring collection. I mean, we were launching tank tops, crop tops, t shirts and Oh, I remember the crop colors. tops. I mean, it was just yeah, it was just you know, we just kinda went for it. We just went for it. Definitely. Those crop tops were my favorite. Though oh my yes, remember those days. And then to my surprise, you know, later on, I just popped back in and I was like, wait a minute, this brand has grown so much. I mean, I do remember the t-shirt days and then I started seeing like comforters and expansion to all over there. That was, this is awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, again, having the uh, having the infrastructure that allows you to just be creative and continue to expand. You know, we found vendors that allowed us to take our design and print and put them on blankets and shower curtains and, you know, bath mats. So, I mean, there's even some of our family, we've gone to their house for, with our nephew, we're going to one of our cousins house for a memorial day and some, some barbecue kind of thing and going into the bathroom and you in the bathroom there was our shower curtain on uh, in their bathroom I mean wow. moments like that are just priceless absolutely um, priceless. Priceless. wow that's dope I love it we call it the black Macy's now when we're trying to get the same ah, let's go let's get it what they what, when they when they see us with our shirts on wearing something and they're like oh I love that recognize you know and we're like oh we made it ourselves I'm about we have stores online it's like a black mate and send people to the website nice.com and we will have that in the episode description absolutely for folks to check it out and dive deep into all of the products and the history um speaking of you mentioned a little bit earlier that there was some times where you pivot a little bit um could you share a horror story or not necessarily a horror story, but something that was like you, you tried it, it failed, or it was just, it just bombed. It was just bad or bad process working with a vendor or something like that. I mean, listen, there are a lot of like, you know, it's entrepreneurship is such a trial and error kind of um, endeavor. Um, and especially when you're talking about selling apparel or selling something that people that you want people to buy and want to continue to put things out that you want people to buy there's been a number of designs that we that I thought were, were great designs I thought the ideas were great and we put it out and I might have sold three of them right and you just you gotta roll with it and go mm-hmm. on to the next thing um because if you don't, if you can't get stuck in the, this didn't work, what am I going to do? You got to keep moving to the to, to figure out what is the next thing that will work. But yeah, I mean, there's been, I'm trying to think of one specifically. The, oh, I mean, the have a seat design, he came out with this design. And, I mean, I think I, I remember, I think one person that I know for sure about yeah, we did a collaboration. We did a we did a collection one time in collaboration with someone. Um, a whole collection centered around Clubhouse, the app Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. So you, well, you know, I don't know if people are still on Clubhouse. Uh, they are. I'm, they are. The people still on Clubhouse. I think so. Yeah. Well, it, I, mean, I know there's some new ones out there that have like. It didn't do well at all. I mean, it did not do well at all. <laughs> Right, like it just. Um, but yeah, stuff like I mean, there are times where you think something is clever, or you think something is, and it may be. It just may be the wrong time. Mm-hmm. It may not be the right. It just might be. I mean, timing is a thing for sure. I mean, timing is such a thing just with social media, right? Meaning, what time of day you post something, or what time of what day of the week you post something. Those I mean, things, even you, that 
down to down to those nuances matter you know mm-hmm. yeah that that whole timing is is very important because there are times where you you want to post for, for greater visibility but then yeah. you have those platforms instagram or, or tiktok they may change their algorithms and you like snap i thought i knew when now but then now yeah, they switch up the damn game yep i gotta wait yep. you gotta wait we'll right and out. we'll figure out when it is now what's the new best time yep. right it's it's it's, th- it's real tough because I, renee will always tell me um this is top 10 or top three this week you may want to use that song because it's very popular on tiktok i'm like oh okay thank you Lord, yeah, if I had, I don't have no that kind of insight into especially TikTok. No, I got nothing. I, got I, I don't nothing. either, I but right into that, that it's a full time job. Oh, I can. I know. I know. I know. I can't. Do I it. couldn't. I, I can't either. I mean, I have struggled now, you know, getting some of these things. But with my podcast, you know, I at least try to keep the stories close to what's happening in today in society right i don't necessarily like i told people all the time and almost on every episode i don't dive into the politics or religion but i will teeter on it a little bit and i'll try to find topics that are closely related and it's just you know it's it's, you got to be like relevant obviously You, you mentioned that many times um and so when it comes to you know you've done a lot and even your the previous career i don't know if you want to you know dive into that but it, when it came to your previous career i won't say the name unless you want to say it um was it any hesitation as you was diving into launching blairism you know one of the things that i realized um, was that you have i mean there are a couple options you have like but I'm, in terms of working I, I, I think I, I try to boil them down to two choices. You can either spend your life working in service to something with someone else's name on it, or you can work in service to something with your name. True. And it was a uh, it's daunting to make the decision because we're all so conditioned to do the former of those two. We're all kind of trained to get a get an education, mm-hmm. a skill, to get a job, to work for X number of years, say to retire, right? Not to find what your purpose in life is or find what you, you are really good at and build a company or build something with your name on it to service the, the world. I mean, that's... And so I always... I never saw myself moving into the direction of entrepreneurship. I always thought I was going to get, you know, get a job that got, got me another job that got me promoted to this level, to this level, to this level, whatever. And so transitioning into entrepreneurship and like it all, it both happened, I think, to me and for me at the same time. Meaning some of the things that, certain things had to happen in the places that I thought were certain, where I was working for other people and for 
happily working for other people, right? Mm-hmm. I think some of those things had to crash and burn in certain ways. In order for me to be in a be in the space to receive that entrepreneurship was really knocking at my door. I mean, it was it came it really like came looking. For me. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, I think that's where I'm kind of sort of at now in my my journey, thinking about what what's next for me. And I, I do appreciate, you know, the thought and sentiment on working for yourself and or working for someone else, that perspective. And it's, and sometimes you, especially if you, you, you know, you, you're getting paid well enough in your current job, wherever you are working, you think, you know what, this, this satisfied my lifestyle, but then there's some, another itch or something else I want to do outside of this. You know, it could be super awesome um, to create something on your own. I find it, you know, I, I think about, I actually thought about it this, this week. I'm like, I may have 17 more years. I know it sounds like a lot, but in my case, it's almost half of my work life I've already done. Now what's next? Do I continue out where I'm at now in my career? Or do I venture out into other avenues to make me happy while also working? Can I just shout out Leroy? Yes. Hey, Leroy. The homie Leroy. That's somebody I've known actually even longer than you. Right. You guys went to college together, right? No, before I knew we met, we met in high school. Oh, snap. Wow. Yeah, we met before college. We met in high school. We met while we were both still in high school. Wow. Oh, Leroy. <laughs> he, was, he was one of my favorite students. Like, yes, that, that makes two of us. One of my favorite Leroy has been one of the great supporters of our brand. Um, yes, he has been. Yes. He is a, a very, very good supporter of our brand. I appreciate it tremendously. Tremendous. Awesome. Oh yeah. Awesome. It was it was daunting, but it was it was calling me. And again, I cannot I can't I can't express enough what having support not only from folks like Leroy, family and Patty, but having someone having a partner who is willing to like Okay, let's give it a shot. All of your ideas, you can't, there's no substitute, there's no, you can't, there's no substitute for that. There's no substitute for having somebody say that somebody who is is so close to you that it matters, right? Yeah, that encouragement helps power you forward. Well, it's not just, it's, yes, it's encouragement, but it's also, it's encouragement both um, inspirational, but it's also the tangible things that that provide the support for you to really make for you to really make it happen. I mean, when we five months after, not even five, three months after we launched Blair's, I said today, I need to quit the job that I'm working right now. I was working mm-hmm. a part-time job at the time, and I was like, I need to quit this job because. I need to put all of my energy into this that I'm doing now. Now, this is three months into Blair. Not even three months, actually. Not even three, four months. This is really after 
two full months. Wow. And he said, all right. He said, okay. He said, all right. All right. All right. If, that's what, if that's what you really feel like you need to do right now to really make this thing happen, I'm like, I, I have never been more sure that this is what I'm supposed to do. And it wasn't that I was nervous about it or scared of or scared myself, but it was, it was, it was, I mean, it just, it just was caught. It was really like calling me to, pulling me to, to go full, all in, to go all in. And that makes sense. I mean, you, you saw that it needed more of your time, more of your effort. Yeah. And exactly. so you, you, you leaned in into it a little bit more. And that's, that's, that's actually, I guess what, you know, what I want to also share with the listeners here is those who have that entrepreneur spirit or have been considering entrepreneurship or is currently, you know, have your own business or own brand that you're uh, working and you may want some tips and inspiration. And so I know you've provided us some already, but what are some of the top tips or some unique ideas and just inspirations you can offer for those who are currently or contemplating on pursuing entrepreneurship? If you are, one, if you're thinking about doing it, you probably should be doing it, right? If it's, if it's nagging at you to do it, you probably should give it a shot. You should probably see what that's about, right? You shouldn't just leave that nagging because uh, it's not going to leave you alone. And part of the decision to, like, go full throttle to take the leap like uh, Leroy just said, it's like you have to take a leap of faith. You know, two things can occupy the same space at the same time. Right. So we're often like, I, I made the decision based on like this time that I'm using to go and clock into this job. If I was using that same time, you know, if I was working at a theater in, in DC, running the front of the house three, four times a week in the evening. So I would have to clock in, you know, quarter to six. I would get off sometimes 11, 12, sometimes one o'clock in the morning. Well, to clock in at a quarter to six, I started getting ready at, you know, 2.30, 3 o'clock, right? Mm -hmm. And I began to be at work trying to do work for my brand, right? I'm, I'm realizing, I'm like, well, shit, the, after the evening, six o'clock, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, this is when everybody's at home that I need to be hustling. Right. So I found myself like sneaking around corners at the theater, trying to hustle shirts, hustling mm. people to, and so I'm getting, I'm like getting orders at work. And so I started doing calculating. Like, if I put this energy, this, you know, from 6 o'clock to 12 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 7 hours, this 6 to 7 hours, if I could sell two or three shirts per hour, I'm making more, I'm making just as much as I'm making walking around here for, for, for these 7 or 8 hours. Right. And I'm building something that's my own. And so... You know, if, if you are thinking, if, if somebody, anybody who's thinking about taking that leap and bet, I call it betting on yourself to win, you got to bet on yourself to win. And you have to, 
one of the other things I realized from the beginning is we treated the brand, we treated this shit like it was uh, Sean John from the beginning. Nice. We treated it like it was a brand. We treated it like it was something from the beginning. Like it was something people should want to wear from the beginning. And so going, when, when you treat it like that, other people will. That's true. I mean, I think yeah. thank you. I mean, I think that's super important um, to recognize. You, you have to put that effort in there, and and always think of the the success of that brand up front. Um, that's I, I actually hear that from several of my friends who who are entrepreneurs, and I think that's a a, um, a characteristic that is common amongst successful people to think about it that way. Um, how many, you know, how many brands do you have? I've seen many <laughs> from the podcast into the interviews. That's, that's, a, that's a good question. I would say, I mean, so we have our consultant, our consultant brand, which is the doctor, which is the consultant kind of thing of our brand. Um, we also have the Blairs, which is both the apparel and what has become the online, you know, folks, because we, okay, so here's what else happened. We transit, we used our Instagram, mm-hmm. our Instagram to start our digital online talk show. Mm-hmm. And so people started referring to the two of us collectively as the Blairists as well, right? So not only is the brand called the Blairists, but people now kind of consider Blair and they together collectively the Blairists. It's an Got interesting it. kind of odd thing that happens, but it is what happens. And so there's there's the Blairism brand, which is again the shirts, the apparel, the hashtag Blairist. But now there's the Blairist both production and hosting which includes the Savage Chat series, um, the award-winning Savage Chat series. Nice. And uh, any of the other productions, Blackfellas, and something, you know, any of the other productions that we are doing. And so we are fortunate to be now both uh, building our own productions, hosting our own productions, but also consulting to help other people build their podcasting periods, their, mm-hmm. their, you know, their podcasting brand. Uh, so we're working with, you know, folks down in New Orleans, uh, a couple of different uh, partnerships in New Orleans helping help uh, support the creation and development of podcasting periods um, and community outreach to uh, bring podcasting coded resources to the world. Oh, nice. Nice. You know, I, you know, if it, I've always wanted to do like a panel, a podcast panel, nothing that I want to put together. Literally, I don't have the time. <laughs> <laughs> but if someone else is putting together a podcast panel and they need someone, call me up. Yeah, I'm I'll there. Be You're like, I'll be on. Oh, yeah. Because like, it's the effort to put it together and you know I, speaking of just a smaller tangent i've i'm a super planner and, and you know this about me i i plan i plan a lot and i have 
like I literally have episodes planned for FY23. I mean, not FY, actually calendar year 23. That's how far out I have ideas. Um, and I just start shooting those ideas down whenever, you know, I'm at the gym, I'm on the toilet, I'm wherever I'm at. If an idea popped in my head, I dropped it into my uh, OneNote. Um, and there's times where you're like, you're done. I, I, I finished the episode and I have the content ready to go. I even have like a guest speaker. They've agreed to to come on at a certain time. And then that day come in it's crickets. And now I'm scrambling to put together an episode for that week. Because I want to remain consistent and release something every week. And, and I know consistency is, is the key. Oh, but yeah. That is, so that is the other thing. And I just want to put a, a highlight on that. That is one of the most important things for building any uh, brand, clothing, podcast, ever is that you've got to, it's got to be, it's got to, people have got to see some level of consistency. That's another yep. part of like treatment, like it's a real thing. Yeah, I agree. And so it's funny when, when you have those folks who are, you know, who's who's there, and then they're they're radio silence, and you're like, snap. Um, in fact, one of the, I have an episode that's coming out at some point. <laughs> um, it's it's with a gentleman, and I won't say much more about it. But he's just he's been super busy, and trying to get on his, on his calendar has been a challenge. Oh yeah, I know how that is. Believe me. I mean, when we started, that was one of the benefit I want to say of us starting a our series in the smack dab in the middle of the pandemic we're really on really not even on the middle of the pandemic on the front end of the pandemic everybody was still inside mm-hmm. um, everybody was still trying to figure out what was going to happen what was going on whatever so we had so much space and opportunity because so many people were available like they had never been before yeah, you had a captive audience. Captive, that's it. That's right. And that's so that was the opportunity right. that you needed. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was. It was the perfect storm of uh, circumstances, both captive audience and captive uh, guest pool. And so, as we you know, try to wrap up the episode, I don't want to keep you too long here, but do want to know yeah. you know you've interviewed many people oh, <laughs> in yeah. your in your day almost, almost over 400 uh, over 400 with the seven chest right now that's super impressive <laughs> and, and so do you have a favorite or the most famous or both um I would say the most famous is uh, Probably, not probably, it would be uh, the Queen, Vanessa Williams. Right, I, I remember that actually. The episode that we had with her uh, not only made the news, the, the, a clip from it where she shared, she improvised the famous line, fuck the family, soul food went viral. Mm-hmm. Doing all the blogs, the Rude, Shadow and Act, all of the different, uh, you know, we made the news with her. And so that, for me, I think probably that was where I feel like the it took a turn, like the Savage Chat, the, whole, the brand itself took a turn and kind of blew up a little bit. 
And, mm-hmm. um, but I, I can't say that I have a favorite episode um, because all of them have just been, all of them have been such a blessing to, be, to have the opportunity to do. I mean, I grew up uh, as a young as a young gay want to be a talk show host and so to get the opportunity to have my own have, have a talk show and have it be able to talk to so many people who I would have never ever imagined the opportunity to sit down across from um, it's just beyond I mean it's just beyond I don't even have words for how much of a blessing it has been um, we're possibly talking to somebody I mean like just the opportunity again to be in a space where you possibly could have a conversation with somebody who you have advised for decades mm-hmm. it's just a blessing beyond it it's almost like you're trying to announce something here on a no pants required uh, yeah, <laughs> I because I, I was my next question was gonna be what's next for Blairisms? I don't want to jake this. No, nah, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, Just keep it as a surprise. Coming, I think we will be coming back uh, to to do some uh, to do some episodes and we got some things working. We're also like I'm saying, like I was saying, doing some uh, uh, some live stuff. Uh, we just yeah. finished producing some live events in New Orleans last weekend. We did an event with the Freedom Riders. We did an event with Sabrina Fulton, the co-founder of the Trayvon Martin Foundation. Um, so we'll be doing some more events in New Orleans. Uh, we're actually doing an event uh, at the beginning of the month with Tank from Tank in the Bag. Um, okay. So yeah, we got some, we definitely have some more some more things happening um, that folks should look out. We we are right now in in a year long campaign with the Sierra Club uh, where we do conversations on a monthly basis around uh, climate justice issues in Africa and the, and and other parts of that, the the diaspora. And so mm-hmm. We've been holding those conversations monthly. Uh, this month, the, the, the conversation is on the 24th of July, on the Sunday, the 24th. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, it's just, that's the beautiful thing about entrepreneurship is that it will continue to unfold in front of you in ways that you did not see coming if you keep stepping, if you keep walking forward. That's what it makes sense. And I like that t- walking forward. It, it's, it's, you know, um, I look at like a bunch of different industries and businesses and I won't call them mom and pops, but usually people identify that as, you know, uh, 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 a family owned or individual owned business. And, you know, sometimes you see those businesses fall or struggle. I even watched this television show recently on Hulu. I think it's The Bear where uh, you, you see the you see the struggle where it's almost like he have the skill but yeah. it's holding on to the old 
and unwilling to change that it can, can cause your business to fail. And one of the, I think early in one of the early episodes, it's a spoiler for people who haven't seen it yet, but one of the early episodes he mentioned um, they don't have the capacity and infrastructure for online orders. And I'm like, what? You're like, that's a large segment of individuals who that you're not even touching right yeah. and like to your point moving forward and just walking forward always in you know evolving iteratively evolving and stepping into new ventures and you can take that brand as you've done and expand and expand and expand and just keep on going yeah. and i love you it don't, you don't know where it's supposed to go you really don't it's gonna tell you if you let it if you let it i love it um anything else you would like to share with the listeners uh before we get you out of here no i'm just grateful for the opportunity congratulations to you um yeah if you are thinking about going in down the road of entrepreneurship you probably should you should probably be doing it so do it so do it do it right now guys and girls go now <laughs> go now right get out the car go Right, go. Push pause on this episode. Go do it, and then come back. Go. That's right. <laughs> I mean, start start with little steps, right? Start with you don't have to open the business today, but you got to start doing stuff to get yourself there. So start doing stuff, and once you start, it'll there's there are things that'll start to happen for you that you won't expect that will propel you forward, but you won't get the, to those things unless you start. Absolutely. And as you stated earlier, bet on yourself to win. Hashtag Blairisms. Bet on yourself to win. Always. 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 All right. So uh, until next week, guys, remember positive vibe leads to positive energy, which I had wrong. Positive energy leads to positive vibes. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe. If this is your first time joining No Pants Required. It can be found on Google Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Peace. Mm-hmm.